Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh, look at that. Huh? There you go. You like that? You like that Zoom background? Huh? He does not look pumped. I'll say that much. Hey, that's not a shamrock on your hat. Sure is. It's green. <laughs> that's an island shamrock, brother. And I got KG. And you got, you got some Boston Celtics gear there representing. Happy St. Patrick's Day, my Irish friend. Where's your drink? I got it right here. I got it in. I got Irish coffee. Put it close to the camera. I can't even see Sorry, it. the Zoom background messes up with it. Uh, Bullshit, Katie. That better. There better be something in there. Okay, there is Jameson in here, which was added by producer Katie. I had just Irish cream and coffee because I was just doing kind of like the unleaded Irish coffee, and then per, our producer, the producer of this show, whose job it is to make sure we stay on track and sound coherent and all that stuff, came and poured. Uh, just straight Jameson right on the she knows top. What's so, up. Katie knows what's up. Coffee with Irish cream and a floater of Jameson. What do you have there? Is that Jameson or is that tequila? Tequila. Come oh. on, man. You know I only drink tequila. No, I know you're a tequila guy. I'm just, you know, I didn't know if maybe Cheers, you... Cheers, bro. Win Irish whiskey. Cheers, brother. Yeah, man. Happy St. Patty's Day. Yeah, everybody's Irish today. Everybody's Irish? <laughs> That's right. Doesn't matter where you're from. Everybody's Irish. I love these little silly holidays, you know, uh, like Cinco oh. de Mayo is a fun one. St. Patrick's Day is a fun one. Just these fun you try, celebratory. You try, going to, you try going into South Boston and calling a silly little holiday. See what happens. No, no, not in a disrespectful way, by the way. <laughs> no, 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 no. With the utmost respect, I call it a silly little holiday. Uh, it's fun. They're, they're just good. They're fun, fun times. I have no idea what we're celebrating, I don't really know that much about St. Patrick. All I know is it's a fun day, and my family takes it very seriously because I, mean, I was, he was told that we were Irish. So, yeah. He's a saint. Got to be a decent dude, right? Patron patron saint of all of Ireland. I think we need Katie to look this up. That's just, Well, I know that. We're part. probably going to have to take all of this off the show. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we no even way. get through this fucking show. What, what, are, what are we talking about today, man? Um, Seahawks stuff. You want to start the show? You didn't give me the notes. I, I don't give you the notes anymore. You don't read them. Yeah, but I mean, at least if I wanted to, I can look <laughs> at them. Whatever, man. Stop the show. Let's start. This crowd going now. Come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. On song three. One, two, three. Four. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. He takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh! That's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my back? I got your back. That's not fun. Trouble playing. Thunder. All one. Ready? Please. Russell looking. Russell scrambling. Pump faking. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. We got 
40, down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's going to go. Yes. podcast on the ble- actually wait hold on why don't you do it since since you now have an impression of me go ahead okay well it was brett's birthday first of all yesterday so happy birthday my man <laughs> thanks dude um, yeah and uh, yeah, i sent them a little video message and so um you know here, here goes the intro this is my my brett impression you ready to start the show <laughs> yep let's do it brother let's start the show. it's the seahawks podcast i'm brett davern uh, legendary fan. He's, he's, I can't do the rest. I only have the beginning down. Really hitting the ER there. Yeah. Did you hear that, everybody? He gave me the nerdy white guy accent. Did you hear Did that? I? Yeah. It's all hey, right. Man. Hey. I'm just playing the part. We only impersonate the ones we love the most. I, I, I love it. It's I more of the, very much. the theatrics. You, you know, you do like a roundabout. You yeah. come away. You come back to the mic. Yeah, it's man. Very, it's very. Yeah. Uh, it's Microphone awareness is what we it call. It is. Yeah. I, it's. Yeah. Yep. Well, much anyway, similar to field awareness. <laughs> Lopa said it all for me. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for joining on any podcast app wherever you're listening out there. Let me remind you that this show is sponsored by betonline.ag, your online wagering experts. The NBA is in full swing. March Madness, the big dance kicking off, you know, um, all kinds of other stuff from the world of sports to be wagering on at Bet Online. And they have an online, which makes sense because they're Bet Online. We're drinking during this show. I'm trying, guys. Um, anyway, they have an online 24-7 casino, which never closes. So go to betonline.ag. Use our promo code. Believe, believe spelled B-L-E-A-V. For all of the benefits when you sign up at betonline.ag. <laughs> okay, so Seahawks, man. Here we go. Um, I guess the Russell thing is over for now. The latest report I just saw on uh, was a pro football talk. It said they did offer the bears did offer three first, a third and two starters. Yeah. There was like a clandestine meeting in Fargo, North Dakota between the GM of the bears and then our GM, John Schneider. And apparently the quote I saw was that the bears were very aggressive in their pursuit of Russell. So well, what, yeah. what was, why was it in North Dakota? Were they both looking at uh, Trey Lance? That's right. Uh, which a lot of people were reading into, but John Schneider goes to all that stuff. Anyway, he goes, that's, so. that's the one thing that, you know, the Hawk fans should know about John, no stone unturned. I mean, you know, just like Carlos Dunlap, the acquisition of him, but if there's a chance to make the team better mm-hmm. and, and then Pete's main philosophy is competition, which is how, our man Russ won the job over a guy that was getting paid twelve million a year. That's you know, right. That was that's a hard decision to make. So, uh, but that's why we are where we are as an organization. Um, so, I'm not surprised that that John was down there doing his due diligence. The other part of the story that I saw, though, that um, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to read too much into or whatever. I just thought it was interesting is that after the offer was made from Chicago, the story is that. Uh, Pete and John and the organization, I guess, slept on it and and had to make the decision in the morning. So 
Well, I mean, should we read into the fact that they, re- they really had to think about it? I mean, it kind of sounds like it might have been close to happening. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Um, I wonder I wonder what the conversation between them and Russ has been. You know, we hear right. all the things in the media with the camp. But, I mean, I wonder if they went back to Russ and said, hey, you have a chance to go to Chicago. Is this really what you want? Because, you know, at the end of the day, like I said, they're all competitors. They want to win. Uh-huh. And so, but, um, and he has the no trade thing. So wouldn't they have to run it by him? They would have to go. Yeah. They would have to go, go talk to him. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, so then maybe, maybe Russ did say like, no, I want to stay. I don't know. I mean, this whole thing is just, this whole story just has so, there's so many layers. It's this onion that's just never ending. And like now. Young and the rustless. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. 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 The young and the rustless. Yeah. That's great. Um, it's just, so, okay. So Russ came out and said what he said and, and you've backed him up for it sort of being taken out of context and people using the part of the sentence that they want to use and all of that. Um, but then he didn't really come out and correct anything. Right. Yeah. Then all these trade rumors start flying around. Then the four teams that you might be traded to comes out. Now there's this story that the Hawks were maybe close to pulling the trigger on that. So now where does that leave us with Russ? I mean, pretty much where I said, I didn't think anything was going to happen. Uh-huh. And unless, you know, leading up to the draft, there's still that window. And then draft day especially. Right. Where if if they have, because right now they're doing all their homework on, on these guys, like Trey Lance and, um, you know, Lawrence, all the, all the guys. Yeah. And if they really feel like there's a guy that has the leadership qualities I think is really what is most important to quarterback. If they feel like there's a guy in the draft and they've identified him much like they did with Russ several years ago, then I think a deal could be made on draft day. Mm -hmm. But until, until then, I don't, I don't see anything happening, especially if, if they weren't willing to give three to take three picks and two starters, I don't, we don't know what the starters were, what position, you know? Um, And then the bears turned around and they did, I think they signed, Andy Dalton is insurance policy. Right. right. I mean, unless maybe that was part of the package, who knows? Yeah. But, um, we don't, we'll never know. We won't. And so, um, I don't, I don't think anything's going to happen unless it does on draft day. Draft day gets crazy, man. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how a fan base and an organization, well, not an organization, but a fan base get, can give so much credit to Pete and John and rightfully so for everything they've done and all of the moves they've made for all of the years leading up to this point. And we as a fan base like to say, hey, no one's untradeable. And in John and Pete, we trust. And then the second all this stuff starts going on, we all lose our minds and get super paranoid and don't know what to think about any of it. Well, yeah, I mean, we'd, we'd be the same way if it was you know, in the middle of the years when, you know, the, the, when they were going to the championship year in, year out, and it was, you know, and Bobby's name came up or, mm-hmm. or Cam or Earl. I mean, cause there was times that we thought we were going to lose Earl yeah. um, before we signed him. Right. And everybody was like bracing for it. Like, Oh man, don't, you know, and that's, that's the, especially, you know, this is the thing that I hope most fans appreciate. It is so hard to win in this league. Right. And, and to have, Nine out of ten years in the playoffs, and even the one year that it didn't, it was eight and eight. We went, we went with a losing record in, in 2010. They came back in 11, and they went eight and eight. Um, just missed the playoffs by by a game, and um, so to sustain that amount of success is is incredible. And I know, you know, a lot of people. Well, we'll just be happy with a Super Bowl win one every ten years, right? But it's like shit, man. I'm just telling you from a guy that's been in there. How hard it is to win. Yeah. 
I really respect and admire what these guys are doing. The, sure. the whole organization, Russ, Bobby, all these guys, KJ. Um, and, you know, it's I because I got friends, speaking of Boston, I got friends back in Boston that, man, they were pretty upset this year. I mean, they had they had two decades of dominance. Right. You know? Yeah. And it, they think they came back to reality a little bit and it's like, oh, man. Well, we I had mean, it pretty good. Look, New England just signed – Cam Newton again. And, and I want to talk about other quarterbacks and some contract stuff going on out there in one second. Uh, I want to ask you first, though, just in terms of just like, let's put a bow on this story here in, in terms of Chicago and Seattle and this possible trade. I mean, does this do anything to Russell's image in your mind and this legacy of his that he's clearly concerned with? No, it doesn't and change think, anything. Like- no, doesn't change anything. Okay. And I think, um, you know, he's he's going to come back. We're going to have a great season. We're going to go to the playoffs. Hopefully it's a deep run and, you know, potential at least the championship game. And this is where if we don't reach the championship game, I think both sides kind of come back and say, all right, okay. where, where do we go from here? That's when, you know. Um, right. Well, because to your when, point, always winning cures everything, right? It does. And. You know, it's so, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I worry that in this case, winning might actually make things even tougher because then, you know, he gets more and more expensive and then you can't pay players to protect him. And then we're just in this perpetual thing. Back in the same, you know? Yeah. I mean, then again, winning makes everything feel better, though. Well, but at least we got a Super Bowl, right? I mean, if that's what's going to take, then that's what it takes. And, you know, you, you pay for a Super Bowl, right? You have to. Yeah. It's expensive. It's expensive. Um, uh, more we should, things. We should do. A, we should. We should have Katie look that up. Um, what was the the team with the the most cap space that you know that didn't pay for a title? Like they actually went out and earned it, right? So the 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 team, team with the lowest a Super Bowl salary. winning team with the with the highest salary, with the lowest cap with the lowest, lowest salary cap. Yeah, yeah. Who won it without paying? That's, right. that's, that's something we should look up. Are you a fan of eBay, perchance? <laughs> Wait, are you trying to prompt me to do our last live read or our next live read? Absolutely. Perhaps you all have heard of a little website called eBay. Well, they're sponsoring your favorite podcast here. eBay.com slash sneakers, especially, is where you go. People have been uh, buying and selling sneakers on eBay since eBay was invented. It's like the place to go to for sneakers. And eBay has made it even better for sneakerheads because they have an independent, uh, their own like room of authenticators that make sure that the sneakers you're buying are actually the sneakers they say they are. Um, so whether you're buying or selling sneakers, eBay is the place to do it. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. Other Seahawks news or um, rumors, uh, things being reported out there. Um, Shaquille Griffin to the Jaguars is being reported. Thoughts on that? I told you he was gone. Mm-hmm. I told you it was going to be upwards. What did he end up getting? Because I said it was going to be at least 15. I don't have that info because the, the last info I have is it, it was just being reported and that was in parentheses. Okay. So I don't think it had been official yet. I'm sorry if it has gone official at this point. I think I think it's somewhere in the in the ballpark or neighborhood of what I was expecting. And you just, I love him. A phenomenal, you know, not just the player, but the, the kid and, you know, the guy he is off the field too, mm-hmm. um, and, and his brother, uh, Shaquem. And it's it's sad because it's one of ours, right? Yeah. It's someone we drafted and it's like, do you hope to sign 
guys, that's how, you know, you sustain that, um, that longevity at the top is that you can afford the guys, but when they have success, like he has, um, you know, they get, they get a lot of money thrown their way and it, that's just part of the business. But, um, you know, what was the third round pick? I think it was second or third. Yeah. I, again, I don't even have the okay. details. So, I mean, you know, that's, I'm sure that they've identified a guy in the draft. Um, and then, I'm sure well, we're get getting now. Yeah, good. Akilo Witherspoon. Yeah, we're getting him back. That's also being reported. I mean, so cornerback for cornerback, there, kind of swapping yeah. it out. What do you think about that? I like it. Yeah. Um, he fits the 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 mold, and you know, you know, long, athletic. You know how how Pete and John, uh, you know, like like their corners, and um, you know, he's got. This is uh, you know, I don't think we overpaid. I think we got him for a good price, and then. The um, addition by subtraction or whatever, like hurting your opponent, right? Yeah. And then he's got inside information on on their playbook, so that okay. that's that's the biggest part. Is like he has direct intel of how they run things. Not that yeah. we haven't done our own homework, but just even little things like the cadence. And there were things that that you know as a player from going from one organization to you know a, a divisional opponent inside secrets man right just of you know snap counts you know telltales and that helps a lot well should what should seahawk fan i mean should seahawk fans be worried a little bit though with this shuffling especially in the secondary because the secondary last year i mean you know they're giving up a lot of yards and was a bit of a liability especially on defense I don't think so. Um, I'm very excited about, you know, Reed. Um, he, man, he balled out. And so I, he's going to take the national progression. He's going to be a starter. And okay. then now we have a guy who's been starting for the last several years um, and, and we're familiar with. But it's really up front. And this is where I'm concerned is that we let Dunlap go, who significantly improved our pass rush. Right. And, and that's the only concern is – you know, if they don't have time to throw, hell, I'll put your ass back there to cover. <laughs> All you got to no. do is sit, no, sit you don't flat want that. at five yards no. and just go pick the ball off. But you, can you catch? <laughs> if you can catch, yeah. if I put just some savages in front of you to uh-huh. go – Go rush the passer. All you got to do is sit, and, you know, it's a little harder than that. I'd but, have to stretch out the hammies for sure. <laughs> you know? what, I, what I'm saying is, you know, O and D-line, that – that cures a lot of headaches, right. and and that's where we were strongest. In believe it or not, when when the, the Hawks were winning it all, that's where we were strongest. Yeah, there was depth on both sides. Right, and, and I've I pointed to this before: Michael Bennett and Cliff Averill, two perennial Pro Bowlers, all Pro. They were on not on the bench; they were backups. Yeah, they were they were shuffling in and out behind Clement Red. Yeah, and so. That, when you have weapons like that up front, the quarterback, he knows. He's, he's like, oh, I don't have time to hold on to this ball. So it's, I'm either going to throw it away, you know, or, or take the chance. And at that point, you know, ball out break. You saw Bobby KJ in the Legion of Boom. Yeah. You don't have time to do that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Well, speaking of the defensive line, reported that they're giving an extension to Puna Ford. I think well-deserved for him, right? I mean, Let's go. Yeah, he's awesome. And one of the, one of the best underrated. names in the whole league. Absolutely. And I mean, just one of the, 
most unsung heroes of uh, the last couple of years. Man. Right. Excited to keep him around. Yeah, and cool to see for a guy like that, you know, who's like not highly touted coming out of college, all that stuff, but works his ass off. Un- well, yeah, that's what. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> Sorry, I'm yeah. drinking everybody. Uh, I'm doing the best I can. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but that's what, that's what I mean. Like, it's just it's so cool that these types of stories, and then you see them get a big extension like that, get paid, and I think more down the road for him. The sky's the limit. Absolutely. Um, just tapping into his potential. And, um, you know, like I said, he's been one of the, the silver linings on that, on that front, uh, that front four, man. He's, he's always, every, every time he gets on the field, he's been kicking ass. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff doesn't show up in the stat sheet. That's the thing, you know, when he's splitting a double team, getting pressures, you know, um, yeah, they account pressures, but there's times where he forces the the quarterback to, you know, get sacked by the defensive end or somebody else. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to some other teams and the moves they're making because I think the storylines kind of mix with with our team here a little bit or there's uh, some correlations to be drawn. So Tom Brady getting that extension there in uh, Tampa Bay but also you know, continues to make team-friendly deals so that they can go out and sign other players. And, of course, that sort of goes hand-in-hand with this storyline up here with Russell what do you make of the Tom Brady contract? And do you think this, this thing will start to become more of a thing with players uh, of his stature and the like, you know, making his team friendly? I don't know deals? if it's, I don't know if it's really, I don't know the full details. So I'm just going to put that out there right now. Um, I know it's reported team friendly, but it's also reported 41 million for one year, which is the highest yeah. of any quarterback out there, not named Patrick Mahomes. Okay. So maybe what it's I'm structured with is, the years somehow well, so or that, something. Yeah, there's there's some voidable years on the back end. So okay. like should he play, you know, and they'll do this again. And it's just to mess with the salary cap. And look, I think he did this in New England. Um yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he did, but his agent and whoever represents when in New England, I remember him, you know, he took less is how it was reported. Now it was cap friendly. It was not less. It was not less. It was up around 20 a year when 20 a year was rare. Well, then he's got the best publicist in the business because the perception out there is that he keeps taking these team friendly deals and that that's how they keep winning. It's, I know it's very cap friendly, which is team friendly, but it doesn't mean that he's not getting paid top dollar. Okay. Um, He's, He's won seven Super Bowls. Like, you're gonna pay the man. No, I hear and, you, and I appreciate you making the point because I, you well, know, like he, I'm, that's what I'm saying. The public perception is not what you're saying. No, but again, like I don't know the full particulars. How? Because the other thing I read, I was like, oh, he took less. His cap numbers down to like nine or twelve or something like that, and that's always how it's been. When he's been in New England, I don't think his cap number was over over twelve or thirteen in any year, but mm-hmm. there was always a signing bonus right? that w- that was paid either up front or connected to a roster bonus the following year. Yeah. So it goes on a different year or a different, you know, term sheet, whatever you want to call it. But, um, well, he's getting just, credit. Get- I mean, he's getting credit for this though. Like, you know what I mean? With the yeah. fan base. Yeah. Because I don't know but why haven't anybody else done it. That's, that is the question. You know, well, I mean, are you, is that something you think we should be seeing from more of these 
players that you know they want to be surrounded with big talent, and that makes sense. But then they got to make the contracts. You know, well, everybody wants their money. It's yeah. not. This is a business, and they shouldn't be that. denied it either. No, they shouldn't. But get as creative as you can get with these contracts. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, if it's working for Tom, and I mean, there's look, it's not just a contract with Tom. All right. The guy's one of the greatest leaders, and he proved that much like Peyton Manning did, leaving a team and taking him to the Super Bowl. And then eventually, even though he didn't, you know, play his best two years later when they finally won the Super Bowl, you know, his leadership still propelled that team. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, you know, that's really what that's what you're, you know, paying for with Tom on top of the performance. And his performance at, at 43 was incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys at 33 that would, you know, kill for that performance, but, um, you know, I don't know. I want to, I want to see, I need to know exactly how it's doled out before I can say like, Oh, well, but what I know is he's always taking cap friendly deals, which is team friendly. And so, yes, he does deserve credit. Well, Mahomes and him must have the same publicist. Cause I've been reading the same headlines about his restructuring about how he's kind of doing the Tom Brady mold and, I don't know. There's just this like public outcry for superstar players to start doing this more often. And like you're okay. to your point, whether it's real okay. or not, I don't know. Well, but the perception is out there. So the restructuring, I don't, I don't know how often. I know it does happen, but I don't know how often guys have said like no to it because when they get restructured, they get paid more right away. <laughs> it's so I. That's why I said I need to know the full details. Right. If, if he put if he put money off like. Yeah, just pay me that like in a year from now or two years from now, Bobby Bonilla and the Mets style, mm-hmm. or <laughs> who are still paying him. There's a reference. Then, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Then, then okay. Then now we're talking like okay, he really, he really did this for the team. Yeah. But more often than not, they convert it into a like within ten days signing bonus of like if your cap number is fourteen, hey, we need to get that down. It's like. You're gonna get a two million base salary this year. We're just gonna give you ten million right now, <laughs> or, or yeah, or twelve million. Sorry, been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I said, if it was fourteen and they need to get you down, they're like, okay, your, your salary for the year is two. Here's twelve. Yeah. You know, thanks uh, for helping the team out. <laughs> I love the shout out to Bobby Bonilla. There's two L's in Bonilla. Everybody, keeping score at home. One of the greatest. They're, they're, speaking they're of silent. names, speaking, of, yeah. Is it is it Vanilla? <laughs> speaking of just great sports names, though, Bobby Bonilla has got to be one of the best names. It just rolls off the tongue. It's perfect. Man, I played for the Plainville Pirates back in the day when him and Barry Bonds were on the Pirates. Oh man, yeah, uh, yeah, Barry Bonds. Before all the asterisks, <laughs> I've got an answer for you on the. Or wait, hold on. Um. Oh, I'll put this in. Oh, then I'll change the order. Okay, I got it. Hey, I got an answer for you on the teams that have won a Super Bowl with the lowest salary. Okay? Falling on a budget, we're going to call it. <laughs> I love that. All right, I got a top five. Okay? Let's count them down starting with five, four, and three because they're four all the, the same team. <laughs> oh, sorry. Five fingers. Well, nobody can see me. It's mostly radio. All right. Anyway. Let's start with five, four, and three because they're all the same team, just in different years. It's the New England Patriots. What years? I need to know the years. The years are. Do we have that? 
Do we have that? We've got it. We've got it. I just got to scroll back here. 2001 is number five. 2004 okay. is number four. And 2016 is number three. So the two, the first two were before Brady got paid. Okay. Which leads a lot to my, what I've been saying. You better win it when your quarterback's young. Uh-huh. Yep. You that's, better win it when he's young. That's right. Um, the So the Patriots have three of the top five. Uh, number two, the Kansas City Chiefs from just a few years ago. But to your point, Patrick Mahomes, young and a young had contract. Not, had not been paid yet. Right. Um, they were 32 out of 32 teams that year, by the way. That's like close to last. (laughs) What was your score on the wonder lick again? Uh, 29. Okay. Number one, the number one, uh, cheapest team to ever win the Super Bowl. If you want to put it that way, balling on a budget, your 2007 New York giants, New York football giants, Eli Manning and the guys. Okay, I, I think Eli might have gotten paid just before that. Okay, but I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure because I think he was a was he 03 or 04 uh, draft class. So he he might have still been on rookie contract. Let me ask you about Tom's old team, the Patriots, because mm-hmm. they just re-signed Cam Newton to a one year deal. Uh, they just what they do just signed half the fucking league. Yeah, no, I know, but at the quarterback position, they brought Cam back. Um, after not making the playoffs last year, I, you know, was that Cam's fault or not? And also, what do you make of them keeping him around? I, I just don't know if Cam can throw, man. And like, look, I'm one of the biggest Cam supporters. Been on record saying this. Um, anytime I talk about Cam doing, like, the guys won at every level. Mm-hmm. Won in high school. Won a national championship in Florida before he transferred to JUCO. Won a national championship there. Transferred to. Auburn won a national championship there. So the natural progression, I thought, when he made the Super Bowl, I thought they were going to win that one against the Broncos. Right. But um, so, you know, I believe in Cam Newton, but I don't believe he's healthy. And that's the biggest part is, you know, I feel bad because I don't I don't know. You sign all these guys and I just don't know if he can get them the ball. Hmm. Okay. And that's I'm not you know, I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying I've seen some passes skip the ground on a wide open target and that's concerning yeah now he's still one of the most athletic and if he is going to you know use his legs then yeah then that whole east has a lot to worry about with the signing of you know henry johnny smith um i think i love aguilar i think they might have overpaid for him i think it was a 13 a year they're they're paying him um and I do like Kendrick Bourne, and I'm glad they took him away from San Fran, you know, because that guy was a you know a problem for us. Yeah, he's a beast. On the defensive side, they got that nose tackle from Miami, so they poached their own division. Turn around, got Matt Judon, who one of, I, I think he's one of the best that doesn't really get credit for it. Um, Jalen Mills was a solid signing, and um, I forget who else they got. But the biggest thing that no one's taking account for is that they're getting two of their captains back with, at least I believe – they're still under contract Hightower and Chung. Yeah. Those are, I mean, they, those they two chose games, to sit out because of COVID and the pandemic and everything. So they were sitting voluntarily. If, if they had those two guys last year, they make the playoffs. Okay. Those two guys are worth at least two 
to three wins well, between so, the two of them. Okay, but so what do you make of free agency so far? Because our team is not really doing much, except you know they give Puna the extension, they do the one trade. Other than that, they've been pretty quiet. And like you just said, New England's signing half the league. I mean, they're coming for it. And Hawk fans, especially online, are nervous and upset and don't really realize why it seems like we're sitting on our hands so far. Yeah, you know, need to remember we were 12 and four <laughs> division champs. Uh, gotta, gotta have that in the back of the mind. Um, that, you know, let a lot of people and a lot of a lot of GMs, they go out there and they're just like, oh, you know, we were terrible. We need to get better. Like, bring in all these guys, pay all this money out. And, you know, you don't know how well they fit into your scheme. You know, and that's where it's always tough. The relationship between a head coach and the GM is the film kind of says one thing and and a lot of other guys especially you know are stats driven so mm-hmm. they're like oh well he was the best receiver in the league you can put him anywhere not always the case so you know that's why I always thought that Pete and John that relationship and you know the understanding of hey who fits into this locker room who fits into our philosophy the best you know, and that's why I don't think they've made the, the splashes in the past. They did back maybe early on we did, but even those guys were not always main contributors. Look, and I love them. Percy Harvin, one of the best players I ever played. Sidney Rice, one of the best players I ever played. They didn't really contribute to that Super Bowl victory. Well, and and look, free, free agency is expensive. And to your point, teams that win the Super Bowl aren't necessarily the highest spending teams. Well, well, those are the guys we went out to pay. We, we paid Percy $69 million. I don't know what we paid Sid, but both were not healthy, really, you know, during their time here. Um, we did win a Super Bowl, but Jermaine Curse and Doug Baldwin were arguably better targets and, you know. More productive. More productive in, in, in that Super Bowl run. And uh-huh. so um, that's just something to take into consideration. And I think I think John did. You know, because that that was John's first crack at being GM. Yeah. And and again, we didn't have the quarterback was not paid yet. Right. Right. Yep. And Absolutely. we won the Super Bowl yep. in his third year, second year. Second year. And then went back the third. And so that's that's the thing. That's really you look at all these teams that have won Super Bowls. It's it's most likely that scenario where the QB has not been paid yet. And then that's really the breakdown. Let's go see who's gone back after they got paid because I- I got to say, though, speaking of Super Bowl run, that run that Percy Harvin had in that Super Bowl was worth all well, 69 million of those dollars. Yeah, he brought the first. Oh, buddy. <laughs> I mean, OK, just put it this way. And this is what I, how uh, I've always tried to like electrifying. OK, him and Malcolm Smith outscored the Broncos <laughs> <laughs> like and I don't Peyton Manning don't and the Broncos, no less. Well, shit. Malcolm Smith. And the first play of the game, I would score the Broncos nine to eight. Yeah, I know. So, so like, defense wins championships. <laughs> you know, that's defense that's and all. special teams. Yeah, well, no case. shit. The snap was over the head. That's two points. Right? No, that I just mean the, 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 the okay. So we would have tied without the extra point. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> get out of here, Hauschka. Get out of here. Get out of here. Clearly not talking about an extra point. Malcolm Smith could have kicked that extra point. Isn't that back when the extra point was still close too? I think so. Yeah, yeah. we could have. We could have made that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we got that all day. Um, 
more non-Seahawks news. Drew Brees retiring. Uh, any words for the first, what is probably ensured to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? First ballot, you think? I, I just want to see your reaction. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I hate you, Drew, for all the sleepless nights you caused me. <laughs> I, phenomenal career. I mean, yeah. Um, it, it was incredible that, you know, he goes to San Diego, you know, plays well. They draft Phillip and, you know, from everything I've heard, he was just a consummate professional, just okay, you know. Tears his shoulder going for a meaningless fumble. And I don't want to say meaningless because that's the competitor he is. But they were out of the playoffs. I think they were 5-11 that year. And lays out for it because that's what, he, you know, hey, I'm going for this ball. Even though we're not going to win this game and it doesn't, we're not going to put us in the playoffs. Tears his shoulder almost, his throwing shoulder. And they're yeah. like, oh, he'll probably never throw again. Right. And he won't be the same. Goes through some serious rehab. And, um, you know, goes out there and Sean Payton says, hey, this is my quarterback. Yeah. And then <laughs> your boy Drew goes and becomes the all-time leading passer in several categories. I don't know if it gets any sweeter than that. On top of what he did for New Orleans after Katrina, um, you know, not just bringing a Super Bowl there uh, three, four years later, but, you know, a, a prominent figure in the community. Yeah. Yeah, the guy – this is the storybook life, and I'm sure he's just going to crush it in, uh, you know, post football. Yeah, representing for all those short guys out there. <laughs> he's not that short. He's at least he's six feet. Yeah, well, that's not that tall when it comes to NFL quarterbacks. No. <laughs> Don't be sensitive. It's not short though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's moving into the broadcast booth, signed a deal with NBC, so we'll be seeing him on our I mean, televisions. He's, he's probably getting the same $25, Yeah, it doesn't suck. Good for him. It doesn't suck to be Drew Brees. Drew Brees, for me, uh, will always be remembered as a great NFL quarterback, you know, Hall of Famer, legend, all the records, all the stats, all the crazy throws when it looks like he can't even see over his offensive linemen and all of that good stuff. But he will also be remembered as the quarterback that lost to Marcus Tuiasosopo and my Huskies in the Rose Bowl back in 2000. Ooh. So, you know, take that, Boilermaker fans. Anyway. I see you, I see you Tui. <laughs> um, hey, let's wrap this thing up, man. You know, Irish history is is full of, like, depressing stuff, you know? It's Pour some out for St. Pat, man. A country of uh, rain and dreariness and also, you know, downtrodden poets and authors. You talking and about Seattle? Musicians. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ireland and Seattle, very similar uh, places. But, I mean, that's why we love them. I, I, say, I say all that stuff with love and respect. Um, have you ever been to Ireland? Nah. Oh. You? Yeah, I have. I went once with my brother. We had a uh, the trip of a lifetime. We flew into Dublin and stayed there for a few days and then rented a car and drove around the entire country and had no idea where we were going and just having a blast the whole time. And you drive on the left side of the road? Um, some of the time, Yeah. <laughs> Some of the time when leaving hotels, we would just be on the right side and then we'd be like, oh no! Oh no, <laughs> this guy's driving straight at me. The rental car had a big giant sticker on the windshield with a big giant arrow on it that said, you're supposed to be on that side of the road. Well, but the <laughs> steering wheel's on the right, right? The steering wheel's, yeah, it's on what would be the passenger side. So you, I here. mean, that didn't tell you? Well, 
you needed the arrow? Hey, man, a little hungover the next morning, you know? That's all. <laughs> anyway, it's a great place, great uh, country. Anyway, um, let's wrap this puppy up. Uh, that's the Seahawks podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode, everybody. Uh, we've got some guests coming up in the future and much more on each and every episode of the Seahawks podcast, which you can find on your favorite podcast app each and every week. If you have questions or comments, seahawkspod at gmail.com or hit us up on any social media at seahawkspod. Lofa, break us down. Um, St. Paddy's Day on three. One, two, three. St. Paddy's Day. Day. Woo. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.